the Dallas Stars and Seattle Kraken are set to play in a winner-take-all Game 7 for the opportunity to advance to the Western Conference Finals. And on today's episode, we'll talk about what the Dallas Stars need to fix from Game 6, and we'll talk about why you, as a Stars fan, should be optimistic and excited going into this Game 7 and how the Dallas Stars can win all of this and more coming up on a Monday episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, May 15th. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day remember to subscribe to the show on youtube follow us on your favorite podcasting platform we're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen and it was a less than ideal weekend for the stars they have an opportunity to close out the series against the kraken in game six on saturday and they fail to do so they fail to finish things off and get that final win that's always the toughest one to get in these playoff series is to get that fourth and final win. And it would be an understatement to say that Saturday night was a disappointment to lose. The game is one thing, but it's the way that they lost that leaves the bitter taste in the mouth because sometimes you play a good game. Both teams play great and it's unfortunate. One team has to win. One team has to lose. And you can tip your cap to the opponent and say, Hey, you won this round, but the Dallas stars really were their own worst enemies in game six on Saturday night. They did not play their game, and they really looked like the worst versions of themselves that we've seen in the playoffs in game three uh, in both series against Seattle and even against Minnesota. The worst aspects of the Stars were at the front and center, especially defensively. That And that's really where a lot of the big issues were in this game. And I know specifically a lot of the frustration from the fan base was with Essa Lindell and Yanni Hockenpah, who were both a a combined a minus seven. I believe they were on the ice for what was it? Five of the six six goals that were scored. Uh, Not good numbers. Seattle taking advantage and using their speed against two of the slowest players on the Dallas stars roster. And, And that's, that's where I'm going to be curious to see if there's any adjustment made because it's you know you it's easy to point and say something has to be fixed here but what do you do exactly because i mean you can try to rearrange things but it doesn't change the fact that both of those players are not very quick and if we're being quite honest most of the defensemen for this stars team are not very quick outside of Miro Haskinen of course and Thomas Harley has some pretty good skating ability as well but everyone else is very middle of the pack to very slow Ryan Suter, not very fast. We all know that. Colin Miller, not very fast. Joel Hanley, not very fast. And, and even a guy like Niels Lundqvist, who I don't think is the answer, I mean, you, you can't put him in there. I feel like he would be even more of a liability defensively 
even if his skating might be a little bit better uh, than Hockenpah or Lindell, Lindell is 100% not getting scratched. I think Essel Lindell, despite how slow he can be skating at times, still provides tremendous value to this team from a penalty kill perspective and, and just overall defensively. I think if Lindell is paired with the right player, uh, he can succeed more often uh, than maybe a guy like Hockenpah. And maybe you try to do a, a you know Hockenpah scratch and you try Lindell and Miller together. I'm curious to see if any adjustments are made from the coaching staff or if they try to go one more game with this pairing and, and see if they can just hope that the offense can outscore Seattle, which I just don't know if that's necessarily the best strategy. But that was one of the biggest frustrations uh, I know for many of us watching the game on Saturday was that defensive pairing and just the defense in general. This is the second time now in this series that we've seen Jake Ottinger get removed from the game, which, I mean, it worked out well for the Stars last time, but you just don't like to see that in a clinching situation to have your star goaltender get pulled just because of a lack of defensive support. Uh, I feel like there's some pretty even blame that can be assessed across the lineup. In some areas, Jake Ottinger could have been better, but in a lot of areas, the defense around him also could have been better and made some better plays in order to give him the support that he needed to be at his best. But another shaky performance from Otter, a pretty decent outing for Scott Wedgwood, who only surrenders one goal. But for a little bit there, it seemed like the Stars, if they could have gotten their offense rolling late in the game, Scott Wedgwood would have given them an excellent chance to potentially tie the game up, maybe force overtime and possibly get the win. Uh, but hopefully we won't need to see Scott Wedgwood in game seven and hopefully we'll get a, a rinse and repeat for Jake Ottinger like we saw in games three and four, where he doesn't perform very great, but then comes out and gives a pretty solid outing. Uh, and we all know that Jake Ottinger has to be ready to play at his absolute peak if the Stars are looking to advance, because this is a win-or-go-home situation, and everything has to be fine-tuned. Everything has to go exactly according to plan, and the Stars have to get back to playing their game. And that's something that a lot of the players and coaching staff touched on after the game on Saturday, displeased with the effort and the, the product that was out there on the ice, knowing that they can be better and that they have to be better here in game seven uh, if they expect to survive this series and advance to the Western Conference Finals to take on the, the, probably the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm actually still in the process of watching Vegas and Edmonton right now. Vegas up two goals with less than three minutes left. So I'm imagining that that score is going to hold. but. If you're going to advance, it doesn't matter who's there right now. If you're the stars, you have to take care of this Kraken team first. And, and that, that comes in all aspects of the game. You have to find ways to get the offense rolling, feed the hot players, get on the power play if you can, but also support your goalie and play good defense, play tight around the crease, and don't give Seattle those golden scoring opportunities like they got in games three and in game six. You do that, and you're going to be just fine. This is not a doom and gloom game seven. That was a good Seattle team who played excellent on home ice. And now the script is flipped. This is where you're thankful that the stars have home ice advantage. And we're going to dive into some of the reasons why we as stars fans should be optimistic and excited heading into this game seven rather than worried and fearful. More on that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. 
Tons of people out there take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself, and right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Thank you to all the everydayers out there who make Locked On Stars part of their daily routine. I truly do appreciate it, uh, especially here in the playoffs. And we're going to be looking to continue uh, covering the playoffs. Hopefully the Dallas Stars can get this win here in Game 7. And hopefully they can advance to the Western Conference Finals where the Vegas Golden Knights will be waiting. I'm the 20 seconds left. Vegas just scored empty net. Uh, as I'm recording this, 5-2 VGK get the win. So the Golden Knights will be awaiting the winner of Game 7, Dallas versus Seattle tonight at the American Airlines Center. And it should be an exciting game. These are the kind of moments that, as sports fans, they give us anxiety. They make us nervous. They make us feel a wide range of emotions. But this is what you live for. This is what this is the kind of stuff you want to see. No one wants to watch a run to the Stanley Cup where their team just sweeps in four games. I mean, in theory, it sounds nice. But one, that's unrealistic. And two, it's much more satisfying from a fan perspective. And I'm sure from a team perspective to earn it this way, to, to, to fight. And even, you know, when it seemed like the odds were stacked against you and things were not necessarily going great for the stars throughout their first round series. And especially here in the second round, uh, things have certainly not been all sunshine and rainbows, but the Dallas stars are still in a great position to win this game and win this series at home in front of a sellout AAC crowd with their head coach, Pete DeBoer, who is six and zero in his career and NHL Game 7s. That is the best record in Game 7s in NHL history with a minimum of five games coached. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to lean into that too much, uh, and Pete DeBoer should have plenty of confidence because he's been there before, and he knows what it takes to win in these situations, and as do many of the players on this roster. Jamie Benn, Ryan Suter, Tyler Sagan, Joe Pavelski, uh, and even some of the other guys on this team have been in Game 7s before. Rope Hintz has had some Game 7 experiences in the bubble. Uh, even, you know, the depth guys, Yolo Kiviranta, Game 7 legend here in Dallas from a few seasons ago in the bubble on that cup run with that hat trick against the Colorado Avalanche in a win or go home Game 7. And so, I mean, just for reasons like that, the Stars should feel confident knowing that the leadership is in the right place and the leadership on this team knows what it takes to get to this point, but also to advance past this point. And when you really put this series in perspective, while things haven't been all sunshine and rainbows, things haven't been perfect at all times for the Stars, they've been the better team when they've played at home outside of you know a bad period and a half in game one. They give up four consecutive goals or four goals total. I don't remember if they were all consecutive. In game one, they really let Seattle's offense get in there. But then, if you'll remember, in the latter stages of that game, the Dallas Stars come back and tie things up. And even in overtime, they were the better team in OT in game one. They, they just were the unlucky you know, receptionists of a weird 
overtime game-winning goal from Yanni Gord. But, you know, you look at game two, they were the better team for that entire game. You look at game five, they were pretty much the better team for the majority of that game. I'm not saying that that's a guaranteed win, lock it up, the Stars win, but, I mean, you have to like their chances with the way that they've played at home in this series, again, outside of a, a, a shaky period and a half in game one, nonetheless. This team knows what it takes to win. They know what they have to do. They have to play their game, and it's easier said than done. You have to play discipline. You have to play fast. You have to play hard. And I'm, I mean, who am I to, to judge this team and say, oh, you got to play hard as I sit and watch from the comfort of my chair or couch or wherever I'm watching? I mean, to, to even be here in the Stanley Cup playoffs after a full 82-game season, I can't imagine the toll that that takes mentally on you, physically on you, and to, to know that even if you get this win here in round two, you're only halfway to, to the ultimate goal. You've won eight games, and you still need to win eight more. And the competition is only, only going to get more challenging as you continue to advance. So it's not set to be easy. We shouldn't expect it to be easy, but we should expect the Stars to come out and play their brand of hockey with that entire locker room, knowing what's at stake and knowing what it takes to get the win and knowing the adjustments that need to be made uh, due to practice and film watching and what the coaching staff has said to them. Again, a veteran coaching staff that has been in these situations plenty of times before. And you have to lean on the big name players. Jake Ottinger has to come out and give us a game seven level performance like we saw from him last year against the Calgary Flames. But even from the skating perspective, you need guys like Miro Haskinen to be at their best. Joe Pavelski, who has eight goals in this series, you expect him to be a huge player in this game. Rope Hintz has been hot. Jason Robertson a few games ago has that three assist outing. If he can, if, I mean, th this is a script writer's dream. If Jason Robertson can finally light the lamp in this series and get a goal, I mean, you would be ecstatic to get Jason Robertson going in this game. I, I mean, it'd be late in the series, but better late than never. Wyatt Johnston, who is now officially no longer a teenager, 20 years old, is the Stars phenom rookie, Wyatt Johnston. You want him to play well. You need Tyler Sagan to step up, Jamie Benn. I mean, it's going to take a group effort. You can't expect one or two guys to step up and get this win, not against this Seattle team, because you know this Seattle team is going to roll four lines, and it's going to be a mad dash to the puck, regardless of who is out there. This is, again, you can't, you can't mention it enough with the Seattle team. A deep team, plenty of excellent role players, and they know what it takes to win, too. Some of these guys have been on championship-winning teams before. And this is going to be an incredible battle. But we, as people who watch the Stars cheer for their success, should be incredibly optimistic given who's at the helm and who is leading the locker room from a player perspective. And also just the fact of historically what we've seen, especially throughout the recent stages of the postseason, Stars have been the better team in this series and even at the end of the Minnesota series when they've played at home. And I know that that home, that home crowd is going to be the loudest and rowdiest it's been all season long. And that's a recipe for success in my mind. And I personally cannot wait to get to take it all in and, and watch this team go out there and hopefully deliver a much better performance than game six. I mean, you, you need, you know, game five, game two level performances from this star squad if you're going to get the win. And this is going to be a huge test for the remainder of the season for either of these teams, whoever wins this series. But obviously, uh, we're pulling for the Stars here. But, I mean, again, it's just the sense of, you know, you, you look back at that Minnesota series and you say, all right, if you can win this one, 
You can hang with anybody. And now it's time to go out and prove just that. It, it wasn't easy. It, it, even just the fact that they're here in both ways for both teams feels like a miracle in some sense. After that ugly game three loss, Dallas is down 2-1. They find a way to come back. They take that 3-2 series lead. Seattle probably feels a little bit down, but now they're back here. These are two teams that are hungry and excited to get to the Western Conference Finals for two different reasons. But the Dallas Stars and their fans should be incredibly optimistic heading into this Game 7. Well, we're going to continue to get you prepared for tonight's game and talk about how we define this season, even depending on the results of this game. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance, and Game Time has deals on the tickets that you want right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. Just download the Game Time app today, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The Dallas Stars and Seattle Kraken set to do battle in Game 7 of this second round series. The winner will advance to take on the Vegas Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. The Stars looking to get back to the Conference Finals for the first time since 2020 where they faced the Vegas Golden Knights. And the Seattle Kraken looking to advance to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in their franchise's history and only the second year of their franchise's existence. It goes without saying that there is so much riding on this game, as is the case with every Game 7 of all time. And for the Dallas Stars, from their perspective, this Game 7 could quite literally be the difference, in my mind, between a successful season and a failure. I really still do, still do believe at heart that it's a cup finals appearance or bust given what we've seen from this team and the talent that's on this team and the fact that some of these guys are, are you know nearing the end of their careers or at least getting to a stage where you, you start to wonder when it's going to be the end of their careers. Uh, but I mean, still in some, in a lot of ways, a conference finals appearance in year one of the Pete DeBoer era would, would still be promising. I still think that in some ways it's a disappointing end, but I mean, we know that this team is talented enough to make it to the cup finals. And honestly, with the teams remaining, I mean, there's still plenty of good teams, especially out East. I mean, whether it's Florida or Carolina, those are two heavyweight teams. I'm not saying it's just a given or it's easy, but a lot of the teams that I'm, I was most scared of heading into this postseason are gone. It feels like it's very much up for grabs. Florida has shown that no one in the East is safe and the Dallas Stars were 3-0 and this year against the Vegas Golden Knights in the regular season. I know the regular season is drastically different than the postseason, and we shouldn't even worry about that yet because the Dallas Stars aren't guaranteed a spot in the conference final. But all that to say is the, this, the cup championship feels wide open. doesn't really feel like there is a dead set favorite at the moment right now, at least not one that you can, you know, I feel like you could convince any hockey fan 
for any of the five teams still remaining as to why they could potentially win the Stanley Cup. But, I mean, for the Dallas Stars, a second-round exit, there's no doubt. I mean, there's really no argument in my mind that it would be a disappointing season if you exit in the second round when the potential is not just a conference finals appearance, but a Stanley Cup finals appearance. This is another chance for the Dallas Stars as a franchise, as a team, to find a way and continue to prove their worth, to prove that they did not just have a fluke season. So many you know, people throughout the year saying, oh, all these overtime losses, this is a fluky team, this isn't a legitimate playoff contending team, yet they've continued to battle, they've continued to fight, they're still here, and they have an, a prime opportunity ahead of them to go out and show the NHL community that, that Dallas is very much a hockey city with a good team, a team that is set to be good for the next several years. Again, th- this is there's been promise so far to this season in year one of the Pete DeBoer era, but it just feels like we're riding this line of failure and success for the Stars this season. If you lose in round two, it's a very disappointing ending, and it leaves a very bitter taste in the mouth for what would be an incredibly long offseason. But if you win, things things it almost feels like a brand new season in some ways. Obviously not physically or mentally, but just the idea of four teams left and, and I mean all good teams, all the teams that have clinched their spots in the conference finals, you can make a legitimate a legitimate case for asked a reason that they could win the Stanley Cup. But again, a lot of the teams Boston's gone, Toronto's gone, Edmonton's gone. You know, and even, you know, Colorado's gone. Tampa Bay's gone. A lot of the teams that I would have been more afraid of are gone. And that that's no disrespect to Carolina, Florida, Vegas. I mean, those teams have earned their spot. They're very good teams, especially the Florida Panthers, taking me by surprise, taking everyone by surprise. But why why, why couldn't the Dallas Stars beat any of those teams? Why, why can't the Dallas Stars beat Seattle? Why can't they go all the way? This team has the pieces. They just have to find a way to play their game and don't let Seattle overwhelm them. Find a way to beat that four-check. Get those clean entries into the neutral zone and into the offensive zone, and let your offense set up. Let Miro Haskinen do his thing. He's probably going to be skating over half the game like we've seen him do in this series. And also, let your starting goaltender shine. If you're the defense, you have to give Jake Gottinger the opportunity to make big saves. You know he's going to be coming into this game motivated and fired up like he does after losses, and I mean, this this is different than game seven against Calgary last year. This is a bigger stage. There's more at stake here. I feel like this is a situation that we've never seen Jake Ottinger in before. And this is the most excited I've ever been to get to see Jake Ottinger play. And if history has shown us anything, he is ready and excited for this big stage. And I cannot wait to see him go out there, give it his all, and just see the fight that this team has after a brutal game six. Again, with that leadership, who's at the helm, and just see how hard they play. And again, I mean, I'm just I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but it's game seven. You don't really need much motivation to, to get fired up from a fan perspective or a player perspective. So much on the line. Game seven, it's do or die. This is what you live for as a hockey fan. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comment section down below who you think wins this game, what's the final score, who scores goals in this game. Let me know in the comments. Give me all your thoughts down below. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're down there as well. You can follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Leave us a five-star rating or review if you do feel so inclined. 
Thank you guys a ton for the support. You can follow us on social media at Locked On Stars, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And not much else to say. Game seven, we'll be back here tomorrow. Win or lose, but let's hope that we're advancing to the next round and looking forward to hopefully a, a continued prolonged playoff run for the Dallas Stars. But I hope you guys enjoy your Monday. Take care of yourselves. Cheer on the Stars with all you got tonight. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>